We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's your true faith Newcastle United podcast. Newcastle have been beaten by four goals to nil at home to the champions and current top of the league side Manchester City. I'm Alex Hurst, Ben Wade, Charlotte Robson, Simon Campbell. We're here to talk you through what happened, why it happened, and what we think might happen next as a result. Sai, you're not very happy. Just we've conceded 11 goals in, in the space of a week, man. I, I know we knew these fixtures were going to be bad, but we also said after failing to beat Norwich and uh, Brentford and just, just like scraping a 1-0 win over uh, Burnley that we had to work really hard for. We were looking at these games thinking we need to see something, we need to get something out of it, but on reflection, smashed by Leicester. Yes, we played a round against Liverpool, but they, they beat us in second gear, smashed by Man City and n- not scoring a goal at home. Like I'm really, really worried and I'm just not seeing the uh, the improvement. I'm, I'm seeing players that up their game a bit and they're already starting to look a bit tired, starting to look a bit blowy and I, it, I'm really concerned that we just look defeated we we gave up quite easily today i think um we had some spells but generally speaking that was just another team that were much much better than us having an having an easy day you think we're gonna get relegated yes more on that later um ben you at the game next to Sai, what are your thoughts mate yeah um similar i mean the issue i've got is still that, that there is some positives to take i mean we're against a, as you said, a great team. City are, are a very, very good team, um, and we'll, I mean, we've just beaten, um, I can't remember who it was, seven nil Leeds, yeah, seven nil. Um, so <laughs> that kind of obviously the, the way the game started today looks like it. We, we could have been in for one of them, but we 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 stuck at it. Um, two poor goals, but um, we we were still fighting. There was still some fight in there. There's still, um, it wasn't. As a, an easy game for City, I don't think they 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 didn't tear us apart like um, I think they, they, they potentially could have done, um, and I think thought there was some decent enough individual performances that um, there were some positives to take. The, the the big problem I've got, and it's what size just alluded there. It still looks like it's Brucey's back five in terms of the keeper and, and back four in terms of they just don't have a clue what they're doing. Don't look like there's any kind of plan to stop teams um, getting that way. Um, and that's the biggest concern is, is that that's what we needed somebody to come in and sort out. And I, I, I kind of hoped how would have enough about them to come in and fix that quite sooner. I know it's the same people and it's, they're, they're do not you, good Do enough. you not think though, and I do want to bring Charlotte in for her thoughts, but I just, I just want to get across the point. It's very hard to beat Manchester City or keep the score down, right? Normally. Yeah. When, 
both fullbacks are out. And let's face it, let's be real. Mm-hmm. Going into the season with one fit right back and one fit left back is negligent mm-hmm. by the previous owner. Of course. I just, and I, I'm not trying to quit, make excuses, I just think, I get what you're saying about defensive solidity, mm-hmm. but I just don't know how that goes any other way than it does today with those yeah, two yeah. players playing those two positions. They are, they're not good enough to play their positions mm-hmm. in the Premier League, never mind in a flat back four. And I just, I just, I just think we'll have, we'll have several more fixtures before the transfer window opens. But I just think that it's so hard to organise a defence when your defence is Murphy and Richie as left backs. I get that. The, the interesting thing was, and I'd had exactly the same concerns before the game. I thought we we're going to get torn on the wings. I didn't actually. I mean, obviously, some of the goals have come yeah. from those positions, but <laughs> but I wouldn't have said that was like the glaring big issue for me. I mean, it comes back to Clark and Lascelles who are. Well, we're our first choice centre back pairing at the beginning of the season and have been for five kind years. Of, yeah, for a while. And but testimonial soon for those. I two. know exactly. <laughs> but but however, lad, like it, it's not as if you have like come into a new team or this is any like you know what this level's about. They're making some daft, stupid mistakes every game, and it's stuff that I haven't seen them do previously. Like I mean, we'll not we'll not go into it too much, but like just ball watching and things like that, and so just. The lack of communication, that's the biggest thing for me, is that how are those two players regressing so rapidly? And I get it's a it's a back four. Dubravka's been in and out of the team as well, and they haven't really been able to play together and solidify things. But, like, for me, the, the centre-back is, like, the, the two centre-back partnership. I mean, we've all said when Fernandes is fit, he's got to be coming in and starting. But they, they keep going back to these. And, I mean, he, he was calling on craft the first couple of games, do you know what I mean? That, that's how kind of bad things are. But yeah, it's, it's just a big, big concern for me is that we, you can definitely see the the attacking side of things has, has gone up a few levels and we actually look like we can create um, create chances. We didn't really create anything until kind of the last five, 10 minutes to today. And But again, given who it is, it's not surprising. But um, I don't know, I just, I, as I say, for me, that's my big concern is that we just seem to be getting absolutely nowhere defensively and, and that's going to be what's going to come down to kind of what's going to be the um, make or break for it, I think. Charlotte, you watched the game. What did you make of it? I just feel a bit disappointed. I didn't expect us to beat Man City, especially not after Man City's, well, last few years. <laughs> I was just going to say the Leeds game, but no, everything. Um, but I don't think, I think especially after Liverpool... I know they play differently and you need to consider that. But after Liverpool, I thought that we I thought that we wouldn't the, didn't think the scoreline would be so damaging. And at this point, I'm really looking at goal difference because that's gonna that's might make or break a season. So um yeah, I, I'm disappointed. It's a weird one because it's disappointing it's a disappointment, but I also knew we wouldn't win. I just didn't think we'd win so We'd lose so emphatically, I suppose. And I also think, to Ben's point a little bit, our defence is just, it's the same as Leicester. It was just, I don't know, it's not getting better. And I'm really worried about that. January soon. (laughs) I suppose that's all I can say. From me, I'm not too disheartened. I said to the person I was with at half-time, I actually said it was 0-2. I said, if this ends up 4-0 and they approach the game in the same way, listen, it's not good, it's bad. Is very bad. But we played Manchester City today at home and how had the team, he selected a team that I thought was designed to press at times, try and win the ball back. They did that. 
First five was great. Lovely first five. <laughs> um, next 85, not so much. But I just think, what we could have done today, okay? We could have done capitulation football. We could have done back five. Everyone on the edge of the 18-yard box. Let's hope they go easy on us. Pretty much like the cup game at St. James's under Bruce two years ago in the quarterfinal. We, we didn't, we did not put a tackle in. We did not, we, we, we just, Bruce just went into that game thinking, if I get out of this nil two, like you did at Man City away, like you did in all of these games, if I get out of this at nil two, job done, beaming at full time. <laughs> We're only going to stay up by being an aggressive side and beating teams. It's not going to happen. We're not good enough defensively. You've all said it. How, how cannot turn... I'd say, you know, water into wine isn't, it's it's worse than that. Like, you know, think of something like less like wine than water. I don't know, like something, just something that will just never be wine. How has, because this wine has water in it. Like, bricks to yeah, wine. Bri- bricks to wine, cement to wine. I don't know, cement has water actually, but never mind. Um, and, and I think I respect the fact that he's thought, right, th- this is how we're going to play. I want to press high. I don't want to let them play out from the back. I, I don't want to make it easy for them. And he's gone for it today and thought, we're going to try it against these. And we might get beat. They all the players and all the coaching staff and we might take a hammer in today. But if that's how we're going to play, if that's what the players have to do, the only place to practice that is, is in-game. I thought dropping St. Maximan was the right decision. Mm-hmm. I thought Fraser and Almaron worked really well in the first half. You, you could clearly see that uh, the two wingers and the two fullbacks had, had been, particularly on the right-hand side, had been told, you get the ball on your bike, we can exploit... Um, the lad who plays left Zinchenko. back, Zinchenko and Sterling. That's that's an area yeah. for us. And I know I'm clutching here, and I am. But that's that's the opposite of what we've watched. And the Bruce it was like, there's a, there was a plan there, and mm. they tried to execute it. We're only going to stay up by executing plans. We can't just stay up by just hoying a load of players into mm-hmm. a pitch and hoping we don't get beat. So I think that I saw enough in terms of the, the players are buying into what he's doing. They stuck at it. They never gave up. I thought is I thought bringing on St. Maximum at halftime killed the game. Mm. Moving Miguel on a run into the middle of the pitch didn't didn't work. He shouldn't have done that. That was a mistake, but okay, we make mistakes. I just think I'm seeing enough game to game. And you're right, you know, the improvements we'd hope would have bigger improvements and more points, but they're incremental. But there's enough about the players and there's enough about those improvements for me to think when we get to January and February, you know, after Man United, we've basically got 13 games in a row against signs, you'd say we can beat them. That's the season right there. January, February, March, that's the season. Ben. No, you spot on, and I think that's where my kind of positive outlook comes from, is that you can clearly see what he's trying to do, and, and you're spot on. We, we, at least we'd identified a way to get at Man City today, and we, although we couldn't exploit it and, and put it into action, there were signs there where we, we the, the, the press actually, I've, <laughs> believe it or not, we, we managed to nick a couple of balls yeah, where yeah. we put them under pressure, quite, and they, quite a few. They, they, like, Fucked up basically, and but then we we didn't really know what to do at that point, and that'll come in time. But at least we're putting aside like Man City under that pressure, and we've not seen that before. So that that's a big positive. And as you say, against weaker sides, it it, it you're going to get more opportunities like that. You're going to be able to kind of um, impact teams. I just for me, my big my it comes back to it is that's fine. So you you've got a plan going forward, but how are you going to stop? Like what what's going on, and I, I get your point before about there's players to come back in, but I haven't seen enough from what we've got. And the reality is, is he's, it's not as if he's going to get ten new defenders or whatever. Like he's not going to get two in every oh, player. Back four. No, no. But do you know what I mean? You're talking about we've only got one left back, one right back. They kind of stay fit. Like we're not going to get like two in every position in January to come in and kind. Of, so he's going to have to use some of the, oh, the oh, some absolutely. of the parts that he's got and. 
they they look useless at the minute. They look shot a lot of them, and that's my big concern. Is that what, right? What bandaid are you going to put over this because they're just they're making stupid stupid mistakes, and it's gonna it's gonna cost. It already is costing money. It's gonna it's gonna bite where. Sorry, what do you make me positives? Are they having any impact on you? No. <laughs> no, look, I, I, I understand what you're saying, and you're right. Um, the, we're, we're already much better to watch in spite of the defeats, because I, I dread to think what that scoreline would have been with Bruce in, in the dugout today. Um, what worries me is that I think that was us playing all right, and we've still got quite easily beaten 4-0. Um, we've not had a shot on target until like the last 10 minutes. Um, brilliant save. Deserved a goal. But... Um, yeah, the, the defensive errors are are a horror show, and I'm not really I'm really worried about what how we're going to resolve that. But I even think the the plan going forward, we, we haven't created that much. We have played better, and, and I agree there was some pressing and there was good energy levels in spite of the scoreline throughout the game. But that's that's what worries me is that that was quite a good team performance, and we've just been smashed again. Um, we played really really well against Burnley and just scraped a one nil. We played really really well against Norwich with ten men and Drew. Like what when. <laughs> You, you should be winning games if you're playing this well consistently. And that's, if that's the best we've got to offer, I can't see us turning it around. The, I get completely your concerns. Like that, that's a, like how much more can you get out of these yeah. players? And yeah. that, I suppose, as you say, January is the big one, isn't it? But it is a city. Like that was Man City. I know that. You, I know you make the point that, that we played really well against Burnley and we only scraped to one 0 But we, we, there are. I'm trying my best here to be positive. <laughs> we are making incremental betterments every week even against teams like city so you have to hope hope is is it you can't and i don't know you have to hope that these changes when we play teams that aren't a city or a liverpool or even you know a man you next week that that we do have a better chance of picking up points my only worries and this is not eddie howe's fault um we need to get some points off some of these teams as well that to stay up we can't yeah. just yeah. we can't just rely yeah. on look playing at, the bottom four again look at the next three Man United, Everton, Southampton. Got to get points there. You know, I can't be sat here after Southampton if we haven't won any of those games saying the same things. We're, no. we're, we're, we're likely assuming that, um, you know, other teams pick up some points in their games. I mean, Watford and Burnley have to play each other. Um, you know, that the, you're right. It, ha- it has to translate. I just don't think today was the day that we had to see mm. that translation. Mm. And I thought coming out of the ground when I saw a little bit of anger on social media, it was like, if we, say, Mares was offside mm. uh, and say Jacob Murphy does the right thing and rugby tackles... Jesus, as he skins him like a normal right backwards. Yeah. Emil Kraft would have been probably <laughs> sent off by that point, but he would have rugby tackled him. And it's nil two. And I just feel, yeah, and I get it because the goals do count for the reason Charlotte said earlier. But also, I feel like it's like if this was nil two, we'd probably sat here thinking, well, that was all right, wasn't it? But the, the margins are that fine yeah. against teams that, that are this good. And, and uh, someone texts me saying, same thing again, Man City didn't get out of first gear. I assure, I assure you. They, they did. I assume, like, like they were like they were so buzzing every time they scored. They were really running. They're a brilliant, brilliant football team. They are absolutely brilliant. They're miles ahead of us in every department. They've won seven in a row going into this. Conceded two goals. It was always going to be hard today, and we don't want to lose by four. But I just feel like if it was two 0 people would be a little bit more comfortable with the performance. And that's mm-hmm. that's what I'm clinging on to is the yeah. performance. We're going to have a couple of adverts right now. We'll be back straight after them. Of course, if you don't want to listen to the adverts and you want much, much more content from us four and our colleagues, head to our Patreon page, £6.60 per month for lots of extra Newcastle United podcasts. And of course, we're at every game home and away. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all 
Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Okay, Charlotte, yeah. um, it was a penalty, was it not? <laughs> it was a penalty. It was a penalty. Christ. It was a, a, a like, stonewall. Like, ne- we're just watching it on the telly. I was watching it with my dad. I kept my dad away from the game today for obvious reasons. And um, and we're watching it, and it was like, brilliant penalty. Like, that, this is going to turn the game around. Like, this is really good. This is going to get us our momentum. This is what we need. It didn't, did it even go to VAR? It definitely no. didn't seem like it did. And then it was... Uh, Honestly, could not believe it. And I checked Twitter through the game. Everyone's saying it's a penalty. You know, she was saying it's a penalty. And then this is this is the most shocking moment for me is that at the halftime in the commentary, um, the sort of halftime analysis, they, everybody on Sky was like, that was absolutely a penalty. I cannot believe it didn't even go to VAR. Like, look, at, look, look he just takes out Fraser. Um, I think somebody said it wasn't because... Joao Consado gets the ball, and it's like, well, that's nothing to that's do not with the rules. <laughs> legitimately not not the rules yeah. of football. Um, the weird thing is, Edison had come out a couple of times. There was a about five minutes earlier for I think it was a corner or, or a free kick. He came out and absolutely wiped out um, Wilson. Wilson, mm-hmm. yeah, like just just jumped across and just smashed him. Like if the keeper's allowed to do that, what's the point of playing? Like if he's allowed, yeah. if he's allowed to just come and wipe out Fraser while his colleague has the ball. Like how is that not? A, it's I was astounded. It, it is astonishing. It's, it's and, astonishing. And you're right. It, it was two nil, but we were playing all right at that point, and we mm. were getting a little bit of a foothold in the game. If we'd scored a penalty and made it two one, it was absolutely game on at that point. It's mm. a really, really shit decision that we don't need going against us right now. But 
it, it, it really starts to make you think what's going on with these refs? Why yeah. are they not giving us anything right now? I am not a conspiracy theorist. I sort of I sort of laugh at you know people, but now I'm like, I know, the, like game after game, decisions going against us that that seem nailed on. Like even to well, I guess Alan Shearer is not exactly a, a, a an impartial <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> impartial, <laughs> but like yeah, you know you know people who on like popping up on my Twitter that are just fans of other teams or just like pundits from other other stations or whatever being like what is going on mm. and um yeah i'm starting to think what Com- is going on compare that penalty with madison right yeah. one week ago today right. which seems like a that's what everyone already. was saying around us it's like yeah and it you're right charlotte not to be conspiratorial but the I just I was sat there thinking, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, what what, what yeah. are we all doing? Yeah. Why why am I paying to go and watch a, a sport in a game of football when something's so rigged. clear? Yeah. And and I hate VAR, but the fucking they've got it. Yeah. And the man in the VAR studio where wherever he is, he's just like, nah, nah, not not even gonna ask the ref to look. Like and, and, I mean Jason Tyndall, like, <laughs> wow. Wow, he was furious. He was furious for all games. He's furious got before very game. angry eyes. Uh, we saw him like chasing the ref at half time <laughs> on the pitch. Is it the second, <laughs> second week in a row, or yeah. the second but, game in a row that he's yeah. like on the pitch with the ref. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Charlotte do a, a YouTube show called TFTV, which will be out tomorrow. I'm going to this in great detail. But I genuinely thought he was going to have to go home. Like, <laughs> just, like, say, like he, was same, he was the same as me. He was like, "What we're doing here? Why yeah. am I here? Why would play this game?" Because yeah. that's a fucking penalty. Yeah. That's a penalty that the the, the the goalkeeper has obstructed Ryan Fraser in the penalty box. It's a penalty. And we're supposed to play fucking Man City with fucking Matt Ritchie and Jacob Murphy <laughs> as we're fucking fullbacks. And, and we, can't can't even, we, we can't even get a penalty. And the previous week, we were in a nothing game against Leicester. And Madison decides to hoy himself into Jamal yeah. Lassell's leg. And both times, VAR just like, nah. Yeah, crack on. Yeah, still Furious. I mean, worked after half time though because <laughs> the their third goal yeah. was not offside. Well, I, I, I mean, I was absolutely raging at the time. I mean, I was there was death threats and all sorts going on uh, from from my. So I'll not repeat That's just myself. That's from you, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll not. I'll I, not think, I think the words shoot them were <laughs> used. Oh, wow. shoot them. But anyway, um, some some somebody was saying something anyway. Um, but I've, I've kind of the vaccine. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. Yeah. Protect but, that uh, man. But it, it is just you, you, I was exactly the same. It's like, what am I doing here? Like, if 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 that and what? Like, I just I'd love them. There's got to be some like they've got to come out and explain that one. I'm sorry, but why the hell have you not even looked at it? Like, yeah. That's what I couldn't believe was that they. So obviously the the third goal they announced VAR was looking at it. Like I just assumed obviously we're at the game. I just assumed VAR had looked at it and just bottled the decision. So if you're telling me that they haven't even looked at it, that's even Don't a bigger could, disgrace. Yeah. And you just think, as you say, like, what, I mean, I, I look at the, the so you've, you've mentioned the Madison one, the, the Trent Alexander-Arnold one on Fraser last week, like, nah, he gets, no, no, he gets yeah. the ball, but in live, in, you, there's no way I'm saying at the time, like, he's definitely got that. So you're not even getting, like, the decisions that are, like, 50-50, like, everything's going against, what, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that, I could yeah, have, I could yeah. have understood if mm. that gets given and then yeah, gets over to him by yeah. bar, but yeah. he, he just, he's like, oh no, he's definitely got the ball there. There's not, no way you know 100% he's got yeah, the ball 19, there. Yeah, 20 yards behind the game. And then, and then today, like, 
I mean, I, I don't know what. How do you explain that one, Martin? It, Martin I can say, like, it's I it's just, a mistake. The keeper's made a mistake. He's overshot his challenge. He didn't need to come out like that, and he's yeah. took the player out, with accident or otherwise. That's a foul. It's it's ridiculous. And it, he was doing it all game. Yeah. In the second half, there was one where Wilson was through, and he comes out to do a diving header, mm. and he's he go, he, he's like he's trying to hit the man. He's, yeah. he's got a screw loose, Edison. I swear, <laughs> he's trying to rugby tackle him while heading the ball. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just someone needs to sort it out because Long he's game. getting away with it. Yeah, I would love to say that we won the goalkeepers today. But we didn't, Charlotte. First mm-hmm. goal. Where, where does the blame lie? And there must be some blame. Oh, there's blame, all right. Um, so, uh, lots of people saying Clark. I'm saying Dubravka. I watched it back several times. That is, any, any Premier League goalkeeper should have should have got that. Like, it's it's one on one. He's right there, and he just he just doesn't. I know Ben, you and I discussed it a little bit before, and you said it was more of a Clark. It or you thought it might be. Uh, uh, yeah, I, obviously my view at the time, like it looks like Clark's going to put his head on it and then just like just dives out of the way of it basically. And as you say, he might have got a shot or something. But for me, like I'd, most defenders would just put the head point, like uh, put put it out for a header and deal with it after. I think even though, even if he doesn't like the goalkeeper needs to be watching what's going on, unless there's been communication between them, which I don't think there was, the goalkeeper should have his eye on the goal. And I love Martin Dubravka and I think he's pulled us out of some really tricky spots and helped helped us in, in many ways over many years. But today, that goal was just, that was his fault. No, it's Clark's fault. Okay. In my opinion. He, he, my du- opinion. he, he ducks, he like, he's there yeah. and he's ready. And he's, then he, he like, last minute, he ducks in. He's for me anyway. closest that, to the ball. Say. He yeah. can do something about it. Yeah. And, and yeah, maybe he gets a call, but I don't think it's getting it from Dubravka because Dubravka, you're right, he is, he is wrong-footed. Mm-hmm. And Dubravka is watching, he's ball-watching. So you can maybe apportion a little bit of the blame to him, but what's Clark doing, man? Just get rid of the ball. You, yeah. you, you, you're there. You're, there's no one around you. Just get your head on it and get rid. Can I can I add something to that, though? Dubravka should know that Clark's shite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good point. Well, this is the thing, Charlotte. I was just about to say, why is, why is Kieran Clark on the team again? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like, Shaw's on the bench. He's done fine for me recently. He's been good. I'd argue in a bad defence. You know, I try and stick up for Howe and I believe in what he's doing, but it's, an, it's every time Howe makes a controversial selection, it absolutely comes and hammers him. Mm. Was Emile Kraft on the bench today? Uh, I think he was, yeah, because he was warming up. So why are we playing Jacob Murphy at right back when you have Emile Kraft, who is fucking terrible, but also you picked him, how, against Arsenal? Like, Arsenal, like, I just, I just feel like we undermine ourselves but once again it's a catastrophic error in a game and it's it's game over you know when you're at the match or watching the match you're still engaged and you're like oh, forget one back or i was just desperate to get the half time at nil one um but it's over realistically for a team this good in this type of form with with, with these resources i mean man you know man city for example had phil foden and jack Grealish on the bench they didn't get on so oh it was the the, the farewell bloody testimonial tour at the end, when bloody Fernandinho and Stones, Stones came on, <laughs> his take. It's all right, we brought Jeff on though. For uh, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff we, Hedrock. We got our own back. It was it was one of those moments where when he because I knew he was coming on because it was quite close to the touchdown, but when it was announced in the stadium, there was just laughter. <laughs> there was just laughter on the ground. To be critical, I'm going to want to talk, move on to some positive stuff in a second. But I thought Kieran Clark a few times was booed from the Gallagher uh, afterwards. It's, it's just yeah, that's no good. Just just fuck off with that. You yeah, know that's just pointless. We're just, we just may as well all pack in if that's the that's what we're going to do to our own players. On the positive note, Ben and Sai, you were in the corner. I was really um, really pleased about the 
support, a show of support at the end. I thought the crowd in general stuck with the team really well. Mm-hmm. There was very little moaning. I mean, people were angry at the ref as well, but there was very little moaning. Yeah, some people got away as you would expect at nil four. But it was quite special at the end, and Eddie Howe has mentioned it in his post-match interviews and said he just wants everyone to know that it's appreciated. And it gives me a lot of hope moving forward because a lot of clubs in this position, like when Watford lost 5 and at home to Liverpool, like everyone had just fucked off. It was yeah. just booze at the end and stuff, and things are a bit different. How was it to be in it, Ben? Am I overestimating this here, or was it quite nice to No, it off? was class. Like, me, me and Sai both said, like, it, it kind of rescued the day for a bit because... Yeah. we. I, for numerous things today, I was questioning why I was there at the game, um, but that's why we're there for that. Just that five minutes. So it was. So obviously the fourth goes in with on about eighty-five on the clock or something. And pretty much from that point, there was quite a few people left at that. Like there was quite a big um, exodus in terms of people walking out. But the people left just got did. It was the perfect reaction. I thought um, just to say fuck it, like we're we're fucking United and. And uh, obviously the flags came out, which I thought was a mm. great, like, I mean, being part of it and just seeing it looked class. Um, and there was still, like, I thought more people had left, but then actually, like, I don't know if people were coming over or what, but, like, there was quite a big congregation, like, and just making a lot of noise. And it was class to be part of, as you say, and just, um, yeah, it was kind of, a, that, and, and that's the thing. It's like, look, we've got to keep looking forward. Like, we can't. As you say, you've talked about January stuff. Like we've just got to keep the hope and the positivity that things will get better, and I'm sure they will. Um, and that's kind of the reaction we need, like more. And as you say, that we we play a massive part in this because, as you say, if we are going to get on the players' back stuff, that's not going to do anything good. Like I mean, Kieran Clark, okay, he, I mean, he'll know he's fucked up, and um, you don't need people kind of booing him and stuff like that. But like. The, the players are going to react and, and going to get that like extra couple of percent and that 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 will tell at some point I know we're obviously 4-0 down the game's gone today it doesn't matter but that will count for something at some point we've just got to keep that kind of attitude going So same question for you as you were there Yeah no I think you, you've captured brilliant it, it rescued the day in terms of how I was feeling at about 80 minutes when that fourth goal goes in you think yeah, right where where can we possibly go from here and um, the one thing so far with Eddie Howe has been every home game has been class the atmosphere has been class the performance has been class it's just been enjoyable going to watch Newcastle again today about 80 minutes I think I'm not I've not enjoyed this day at all um, but then that, that last 10 minutes have kind of just that kind of, on the team the, the, just the, the, yeah, the, the, the passion and the feeling of like being part of a club again like the, the, the fans appreciated what they'd seen in terms of the effort level I think um, we there was a bit of that in the first half as well. Like you say, Dodds, the, the the atmosphere throughout the game was pretty good, to be honest. Um, in spite of the fact that we were behind from three minutes or whatever the first goal went in, um, there's a period from about twenty to forty minutes where we started putting in some great tackles and get, like, really getting really physical. Something we haven't seen from this Newcastle team where we were getting a bit nasty. And it's like that's what people want to see. We're just like give a shit, and they did. And uh, I think at the that show at the end was an appreciation that in spite of what the result what you've kind of said earlier in terms of there's there's something there now in this team um, and that was appreciated and it was just a nice to, to be part of it and I came out of the ground feeling quite happy in spite of watching us get humped 4-0 again. Mm-hmm. It, it's funny, I, I just want to say one last thing that like there's ways of losing 4-0 like you can have <laughs> get battered and literally not like not even turn up like you can't say that about this t- at least they should and as you say Sai like there was periods in that game where they the players give everything and yeah, to come back to what you were saying earlier, it was Man City. Like Man City, ninety nine times out of hundred will beat 
will beat us, especially we'll well, probably one, one win in 18 game yeah. Newcastle United. So there we go. They've probably got eight yard more games to look forward to beating with then. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, like at least there was, there was, there was fight there and there was, there was some positivity there. Um, but I'm that, that, like, that's enough for me to kind of keep, keep a bit of hope anyway. Charlotte, it has been a bad week. We can't, we can't deny it. You, you were in the car, no doubt on the way down to Leicester last week thinking about what a big week it was and how mm. hard it would be. And I don't think there's many people thought it would go this badly. How are you, or where are you with it all in terms of the fight to stay up, the immediate future with the Christmas fixtures to come, assuming they go ahead? Where did Newcastle United find themselves after a week like this? Um, With a much worse goal difference. <laughs> um, what, is, what is it, minus nine from this week alone? Yeah. Yeah. Ten, nine, yeah. Nine because we scored one at Anfield. Was it three? Yeah, one we've at we've conceded eleven and scored one. We've scored so one. So it's, it's ten. That's some strong maths. I'm more of a words gal than a numbers <laughs> gal. Um, where do we find ourselves? Well, look, that's the thing. That's the thing that I keep getting stuck on because I didn't. I hoped we'd get something from Leicester. I hope we'd get at least a point from Leicester. I did not think we'd go to Liverpool and have City come to us and we'd come out with three points from each of those games. Or you know, I, I sort of thought on on Thursday maybe we'd get a point out of Liverpool. Stranger things had happened, um, but we find ourselves in a in a in the same position really. Uh, lots of games being called off or postponed at the moment, so it's really hard to sort of say, well, this team's also lost or this has happened or you know, we only have a couple of games in hand now, things like that. So it, it's it's a little bit in flux. I'm not haven't written off our season because these were not the games that were going to make or break our season. But the goal difference alarms me. The amount that we're conceding alarms me. Um and we have a real fight on our hands. That's where we are. Ben, quit as quick as you can. Yeah, um I'm say very similar to Shaw. I think there's a lot needs to happen in January to write this um and i'm just concerned we've left too much to do um and i'd said previously i thought we were um we were going to get relegated and I, I, as i say i'd need to see some big big changes in january to make us think any other anything else yeah it's it's for it's just there's too much to do and yeah maybe maybe miracles can happen if we can really somehow get four or five genuine quality improvements to the squad but i mean i suppose you could look if you look at the league table right now we're only three points <laughs> of safety everyone else has got two more games to play now though um watford and burnley anyway the only teams that matter leads look terrible they just keep getting battered so th- there's hope there's other teams that are as bad as us um we just need to start finding points somewhere um and i can't see that happening until we bring in some players even if it just to freshen us up because we just look so defeated we look so lacking confidence Willick was was I don't know if he was injured because he was hauled off at half time, but he just uh, he was just shite. He just <laughs> yeah, he was he was he was hopeless, really really poor. Obviously, Lascelles has just been terrible week after week. Um, this group of players needs some serious help, and you don't normally get that kind of. I, I, I get that we've got this cash windfall, and, and maybe it's possible, but it's, it's not really been done before. A, a team in this position with a with a blank check to try and improve the team, it's like who we're going to get. Could happen, could happen. You, you need a transfer window as successful as the one um, with Pardew in 20, January 2013, yeah. um, where we brought in like those five lads from France who were all yeah. class and made were so much better. But like, that's never going to happen again, is it? 
Is that the transfer window where the strawberry changed its name to Lafayette? Yeah. yeah. It was. <laughs> I'm still hopeful. I still see enough from us. I still look at the teams at the bottom and think they're really, really bad and they're not getting better. It's not like Watford are like better under Ranieri. It's mm. not like Leeds are getting any better under Bielsa, who looks like he might walk away. Um, it's not like Burnley. You know, Burnley, you say Sai, we only scrape past Burnley. Like, everyone only scrapes past Burnley. They very rarely lose a game by more than one goal. That's mm. all you they, need to do. They don't look like win. Yeah, it's the thing. If you score, you've probably won. I just look at those teams and think, we're getting better. And I know it's hard to say on days like today, but I genuinely believe it to be true that we're getting better. We are going to have money to spend in January. We are going to improve the squad in January. And I think at the Everton game will be a big, big test because we're fucking dreadful away from home. We're bad at home. Away from home, that's where we're really, really fucking shit. Mm. Um, th- that Everton and, and that Southampton game, you know, they're crucial. We, we can't, you know, I, I, I'll say it now, I can't be sad here if we lose both of those games and saying it's going to be okay. We'll have to win eight, possibly nine games. There's 20 games to do it. There's a lot of bad teams to play in those 20 games, but you're getting, you, you're going to have to get to like title winning form if we don't pick up anything in those two games. But I'm still hopeful. I'm still hopeful. I think we'll do it. This has been the True Faith Podcast. Thank you so much to you three. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, you know where to get us if you want more of this on Patreon, £6.60 a month. All being well, uh, and the game going ahead against Manchester United, we'll be back the day after with the free podcast uh, on the 28th, that'll be. So thanks again. Speak to you all in the coming weeks, months, as we try to stay in this Premier League. Bye-bye. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-Month Emergency Food Kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com